Okay, we are at the bottom of uh, 96 uh, Amud Bet, uh, Tzadik uh, Vav Amud Bet, <coughs> uh, carrying on with the discussion that we had started yesterday uh, in terms of what sin uh, the Mekoshesh, the gatherer of, uh, of wood did, uh, and we said, uh, you know, we, we mentioned three different sins, one that, uh, you know, the similar, the most obvious one was obviously that he was uh, carrying, uh, you know, that, that uh, he uh, he carried for Amot and Rishut Arabim, uh, the one that he had actually tole, she was uh, detached uh, branches, and the other one was Ma'amer, uh, gathering the sticks. Okay, so that that was uh, the three different understandings of it. So now, Tanar and Mekoshesh, Zetz Lofkad. Actually, uh, the the person that uh, called the gatherer uh, of this wood was a person called Slofkad. Slofkad uh, died and he only had five daughters, uh, the Gomorrah. And Parashat, uh, uh, towards the end of Bamidbar, uh, discusses uh, his daughters that come in front of Moshe. Uh, this is in Pinchas. Uh, he discusses the daughters, the five daughters of Tzorofchad, uh, and they said, why should we be left out uh, of uh, the inheritance? Our father uh, died for his own sin, as we'll see uh, shortly, and uh, and uh, you know he died in the desert, and he never had any male children, and they went to Moshe, and uh, they asked for a share in the land, and Moshe uh, went to speak to Hashem, and Hashem uh, gave them the law that they were entitled to a share in the land. Um, that is the background over there, and we say, uh, according to this, he was Tlofkat Fchain, who are married. The children of Israel were in the desert, and they found this uh, man gathering uh, sticks, and then uh, it says they put him to death. Our father died in the desert. Uh, these are the daughters of Tlofkat. Uh, they said he died in the in the desert. So the Gezeir Shava, Bamidbar, Bamidbar, uh, it tells us, Malhal and Tzlofchad, uh, the same way they were talking about their father, which was uh, Tzlofchad, because uh, they were his daughters, Afkan, Tzlofchad. So too, via that Gezeir Shava, that, that same word, Bamidbar, Bamidbar, uh, we learn out that this must have been Tzlofchad as well, Rabbi Akiva. That is Rabbi Akiva's view. Amalor, Rabbi Yehuda ben Batera, Rabbi Yehuda ben Batera takes exception uh, to that. He says, Akiva, Bain Kachu, Bain Kach, uh, he says uh, Akiva. Obviously, he's uh, uh, you know at least on the on the same level as him. He doesn't refer to him as Rabbi Akiva or anything. He just calls him Akiva. He says whichever way uh, you go, you are going to be in trouble. Uh, you're going to suffer judgment uh, um, for for this statement that you made. So, uh, he says, if it was, uh, if it really was Tzlavchad uh, that gathered the wood, uh, the Torah didn't state who it was. It kept it anonymous, and now you are revealing it, uh, and 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 that that's uh, essentially something you know, akin to loshon hara uh, or, or you know, something like that, where you kind of reveal uh, these uh, these secrets uh, which you should do vim love and if it wasn't him uh, then uh, well then you are just uh, um, lying about him you know that's uh, you, you disparaging uh, this guy and
uh, and that is uh, punishable, you know, whichever way you look at it that way, then that's, that's also uh, a sin. All right, so whichever way you look at it, you're in trouble. Uh, the Gemara says, well, hold on one sec. Ella, hi, Gemara, Gezer Shava. Rebbe Kiva didn't just make this up, he had a Gezer Shava. You know, the same word, a different context. And the Gemara answers, Gezer Shava, Lo Gamar. Rebbe Yehuda ben Batera didn't have that Gezer Shava. Gezer Shava has to be taught you from your teachers, uh, and uh, he's, he never learned that Gezer Shava. Or maybe he learned that these words might be used, uh, but in a different context, but he never used it in the context of Slovchad. So that's why he disagreed strongly with Rebbe Kiva. Um, yeah, uh, so, so how does, uh, what does Rabbi Yehuda ben Batera, uh, what was his sin? He says, uh, he was one of the people after the sin of the spies. Uh, it says that uh, the, the and, and they heard they're not going into the land of Israel. Uh, the next day, uh, people rose up. They said, listen, we are you know, very sorry that we behaved this way and, uh, and therefore uh, we're going to go up uh, and, and into the mountain and then we will uh, go and try to attack the land. Uh, from there, we'll try uh, enter into the land and... Um, and Hashem, they, they went, they, they kind of advanced it uh, and uh, when they shouldn't have, and they got severely beaten. Uh, and that's where Tzlovchad died, according to Rabbi Huda ben Batera. Okay, Kiyotse Badavar, another similar underst- uh, context in which uh, Rabbi Akiva reveals uh, something which is ostensibly hidden. V'yichar uh, af Hashem, bam. It's Parsha of Baalotcha, when uh, Miriam and uh, Aaron speak against Moshe and then it says um, they they get punished uh, with leprosy Hashem the, the anger of Hashem Af Hashem Bam Vayalech V'yichar flares up against them uh, and it says uh, and Vayalech and, and Hashem left and it, then it says Miriam uh, was uh, was white as snow but but the fact that it says Bam it says both of them means that Aaron also got Sarah so that's what Rabbi Akiva says Amalo again Again, uh, Rabbi uh, Yehuda ben Batera, Yehuda ben Batera says, yeah, hold on, Moshe, Akiva ben Kach, I mean, uh, Akiva, ben Kach, ben Kach, you're going to be judged uh, for such uh, behavior. Uh, on, uh, <coughs> uh, on the one hand, even if it was so that uh, Aaron as well as Miriam got punished, uh, the, the Torah took pains to conceal such a fact. Uh, meanwhile, you are revealing it. So that's uh, the first uh, problematic thing, that's even if he did sin. On the other hand, Vim Lav, uh, if, if Aaron never sinned and it was only Miriam uh, that, that sinned and, and thus got punished, uh, then you are causing disparagement uh, to that Tzadik, uh, i.e. Aaron. Okay, and that's that's not a nice thing uh, to do. So whichever way you go, you are going to be in trouble. A Gemara also similar kind of thing. Bam, so surely he learns it out from Bam, which means uh, two people at least, it's a plural word, um, who, but as if Alma, no, the way uh, Rabbi, uh, um, Rabbi uh, Yehuda ben Batera would, would explain that. He says uh, that must be that uh, he was angry, Nazifa uh, Ba'alma, that is just anger, but that is not uh, the, the, the severe uh, punishment as well. Tanya, Guman Damar, Afaron, Nitztara, that we learn in a brata, like Rabbi Akiva, though, uh, that uh, even Aaron uh, got hit with uh, Tzarat, uh, so Aaron turned to Miriam 
and she was uh, full of lepritana shepana mitarato. It would seem that that Aaron got it, uh, and then uh, he got cured, and then he turned to Miriam to see what uh, he turned from it. In other words, he got healed uh, from his leprosy, but at least he got uh, leprosy, and that really is backing up what Rabbi Akiva says. Uh, continuing a similar kind of uh, idea, Amra Shlakish, uh, you know, or r- ripping, riffing off uh, the idea of Miriam's leprosy, Rav Shlakish says, because if you suspect uh, a person that is kosher of doing something wrong uh, and uh, unjustly uh, suspect him, uh, you will get punished uh, with your body. How so? Uh, you'll get punishment which will come uh, onto your body. Uh, the Pasuk says, uh, then Moshe said to Hashem, uh, "They won't uh, believe me." Uh, he says about uh, when when Moshe when Hashem tries to get Moshe convinced to convince Moshe at the uh, the burning bush uh, to go and uh, lead the Jewish people. Uh, Moshe replies to Hashem, "They won't lead me. Uh, they won't believe me. Uh, they'll they'll uh, no, the, the Jews. I don't believe." Uh, he says that the Jews aren't going to follow me. to come to Right, uh, but meanwhile, uh, Hashem knew that they would. I mean, you can't try to pull the wool over Hashem's eyes here. The, the, you know, Hashem knows everything, so Hashem knew that they were going to uh, him him knee Israel. Hashem knew that the Jewish people would believe, and therefore, um, the, the 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 answer is Ata and. Um, Sofach lahamin. Hashem says, you know, if if you know, like kind of almost like a midah keneged midah, measure for measure, punishment. Uh, you don't believe uh, that uh, these people, uh, you 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 suspect uh, these people unjustly that they're not going to believe me. In the end, uh, you are also not going to believe me, uh, even though you wouldn't think uh, such a thing now. Uh, it says, uh, you know. Um, uh, they are the believers, the children of believers. And meanwhile, in the future, you won't uh, um, uh, believe. Uh, what are we talking about here? They are believers. Uh, it says that uh, the people believe Moshe and it says in uh, in Shemot uh, that they that they believed Hashem that he was going to redeem them from Egypt and they bowed down uh, and um, they uh, they uh, yeah they bowed down to Hashem out of their happiness B'nai um, Ma'aminim they are children of believers uh, it says V'yamin Ba'ashem and uh, the, he uh, this is talking about Avram uh, it says that he believed in Hashem and it was uh, counted as righteousness this is talking about uh, the Brit Bain Abiturim. So they are believers, uh, the son of believers. I, they, they believe themselves and they get that from Abraham. Um, uh, However, Moshe himself uh, is not going to believe. Uh, this is obviously the uh, um, you know uh, the, the 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 famous story, or the infamous story of the uh, May Meriva, uh, the the you know the hitting of the rock, the speaking to the rock uh, when he shouldn't have spoken to it, etc. Different whole lot of different opinions about what Moshe's sin was actually, uh, but it says But in whichever way uh, you look at it, Moshe, uh, you know it's Hashem's words to Moshe were you you behold you never believed in me. Uh, it says. Mimai, uh, and how do you know that uh, that, that Moshe got hit uh, with us? And in terms of um, 
speaking, uh, you know, disparagingly against the Jewish people. Uh, it says, "Dictive vayomer Hashem lo od hevi na yadecha bechekecha." Hashem said, "Take, put your hand inside your chest," and he put his hand and he took it out, and his hand uh, it was full of tarat leprosy, which is. Uh, Often uh, the case with Loshon Hara, uh, you speak unjustly against uh, someone, or Loshon Hara, so you get leprosy. So that's you know a sign to Moshe that he got the leprosy because he spoke uh, the Loshon Hara against the Jewish people. Okay, uh, on this, uh, uh, you know, for further on this idea, Ama Rava Vitema Rav Yosi either Rava or Rav Yosi Berkenina said, Midat Tova Memaheret Lavo Mimidat Puraniyut. The the kindness of Hashem always comes uh, before much more quicker, much more quickly uh, than the attribute of judgment. Uh, what is that, or of punishment? When it talked about the attribute of judgment and punishment, he took his hand out, uh, and his hand, uh, um, you know, it, it, it was. Here, uh, see uh, that his hand was white like snow. When it's talking about the, the measure of goodness, uh, of kindness, and it says he put it uh, back into his chest. And it returned uh, like his flesh. Uh, and, and so that means immediately, immediately as he put it back, uh, it uh, became, it was you know, so quick uh, that even when he put it back, it already had returned to his flesh, as opposed to the tzarat was only when he took it out. So he still had that extra time over there. So we see that Hashem's kindness and, and uh, um, good way of dealing with things is, uh, uh, you know, more uh, than his way of, of punishing people and doing bad to them. Okay, uh, once we're on the topic of the Exodus, we just mentioned uh, this this other bit over here. Vivla mate Aaron et matotam that Aaron's Aaron staff which was taken to Paro, uh, he threw it down on the ground and uh, the Egyptians did the same. It became a snake. The, the, the necromancers, the Egyptians, uh, all did uh, the same, the magicians. Uh, and it says Aaron's um, uh, staff swallowed them all up. Well, first, it turned into staff. Secondly, uh, it swallowed them all up. Uh, it says, Aaron's staff swallowed them all up. This is a miracle uh, within a miracle. Uh, and uh, we see that not only uh, could the uh, staff um, turn into a snake, but then that uh, turned back into a staff and then swallowed the snakes. Uh, so, which is obviously totally unusual. There's an under discussion, you know, maybe also the staff uh, never became fatter. That's also not a natural way of, of doing things, uh, but that's, yeah, so we see uh, all of all of this. Okay, um, that is the end of the Agarata uh, for the Duff, and now we move back uh, into uh, more uh, the stuff about uh, Shabbat itself and the transfer between domains. Okay, so once we've said that, uh, we start. If you uh, uh, move an object from the private domain uh, through the public domain, Rabbi Akiva said you are liable. Uh, in talks, we're talking here about throwing it uh, from one domain to the other uh, through a Rishutah Rabbim. Uh, Rabbi Akiva says you are liable, and uh, the rabbis say you are exempt. 
Okay, so about that by Rabba, Rabba asks the following, uh, the question is, are they arguing about uh, something that is under 10? Okay, under 10 Tvachim uh, is obviously the Rishut Harabim. Uh, is that where the argument is? And, and the argument, therefore, would be as follows. In terms of uh, Mar, the, the first, uh, the, the master, in this case, Rabbi Akiva, Amrinan uh, Rabbi Akiva says, Kluta kami shehuncha, something that is, uh, if it's in the airspace, it is swallowed up uh, in the airspace, and therefore it is considered as if it is resting, uh, and uh, and that that's what it's talking about. Umar and the rabbis say, Lo Amrinan kluta kami shehuncha, something that is in the airspace of something uh, is, you know, if it's been thrown across that airspace, is not defined as if it is resting, uh, and therefore. Therefore, uh, throwing, uh, you know, if you throw it over there, uh, it hasn't, it hasn't landed, and therefore that is why you are exempt. Avalamala miasara, but if it is above ten, uh, whereby it's in a makom patur, uh, as we learned much earlier on, right at the very beginning of our masechet, that the rishut harabim only goes up to ten tvachim. Above that is a makom patur, an exempt area. Uh, so if it's above uh, ten, patur, then everyone would agree because it's an exempt area uh, that you would be exempt. Veloyafin in zorek me. Uh, and therefore, in that in that situation, according to this understanding of the argument, uh, throwing is therefore very different uh, from uh, passing something over. Handing something over, uh, we said, was the malacha that was done in the Mishkan. Uh, the people, uh, the Levim uh, from Kahat, they handed things over from one uh, wagon to the other, one private domain uh, being a wagon over the Rishut HaRabim, uh, and therefore that is defined as carrying, because that was done uh, in the desert as part of the, the building of the Mishkan, the assembling and deassembling de- of the Mishkan, uh, that is part of uh, that. Okay, so, uh, and, and therefore we say that throwing is got a different uh, thing altogether, throwing is very different than from just handing over, and uh, that that could be the one way of understanding the dispute. Or Dilma, uh, maybe we say uh, as follows: Lamala Masra Pligi. No, where is the argument? The argument is above ten. Uh, and what is the argument there? How can we frame the argument now? Demasava, in terms of this, Rabbi Akiva holds Yafin in Zorek Mimoshet. He says, throwing uh, is learnt out from handing over. Uh, and uh, and therefore, uh, because you're liable for handing over, you'd be liable for throwing as well. Umasava, loyafinan. And the other one says, no, we don't uh, learn Zorak Mimoshet. We don't learn that. Aval, Lamata Mosra, if it is under 10, it says, Divra call Chayev. In this version of the dispute, uh, then everyone would agree that you are liable. Uh, and Matama, Kluta Kamishun Kadamia. And because uh, it's, it's under 10, we say that we when you throw it over, uh, it is essentially, therefore, uh, subsumed in the airspace of the Shutarabim. It is if it has landed there, and as a result, uh, it has rested there. So you've actually done the full Hanacha. Uh, that's uh, so. We have these two, uh, you know, ideas. Or, you know, which way does it go?
Rav Yosef Har Milta Dibar Leil Rav Chista Pshata Nihale Rav Hamnuna Miha. So uh, this, this uh, Rav Yosef said that Rav Chista also had this query, and Rav Hamnuna actually uh, resolved it from another brata. What is that? Rishut Yerachid, Rishut Yerachid, Oveh Rishut Harabim Atma. It says something that goes from a private domain to another private domain over the public domain Atma uh, itself. Okay, we'll, we'll see the significance of that word uh, momentarily. Rabbi Akiva Machayev. Rabbi Akiva says you are Chayev. Chachamim Potrim, and the rabbis uh, exempt you for that. Midakama, Mirshut Rabim Atma. It says it goes through the uh, it, the the itself uh, it must be uh, that it is going through something that everyone defines as the rishutarabim, i.e., under ten tvachim, uh, and that must be the case uh, of the uh, the transfer. And uh, and and how uh, would you establish this? Because it was silent as to what form of uh, of uh, transfer it was. Uh, if it is uh, passing over, as we. We've seen Lamata Masara, who Machaev, Lamata Masara, Lo Machaev. Does it make sense to say that above uh, 10? Below ten, sorry, uh, he would be liable, but above ten, he wouldn't be liable. Vam says, If you carry out something from a public domain to a private or private domain to a public domain uh, above ten tvachim, chayev shekain masa you are liable because uh, that is exactly the way uh, the bnei kahat uh, the, in in the desert used to carry. Uh, things so therefore that is obviously not talking about handing things over so it must be by process of elimination must be throwing uh, and we say uh, that below 10 you are therefore liable and above 10 you aren't so therefore we learn from there uh, it has been uh, um, answered uh, which side of the Machloket uh, we go on we say it is the second uh, version of the Machloket i.e. Uh, we are argument the argument is taking place uh, uh, below uh, 10 Tvachim that is the sorry it's, it's uh, the argument uh, it, it, it's ten tvachim, and Rabbi Akiva says uh, you are liable, and, uh, and the rabbis say you are not liable. Okay, and that's uh, and we learn from there. Okay, uh, that uh, says Upligi drab Elazar. However, this actually uh, goes uh, against uh, Rabbi Eliezer's uh, Elazar's opinion. Dama Rabbi Elazar, he says Mechayev Hay Rabbi Akiva Afilu Lamale Masara. Rabbi Elazar said uh, Rabbi Akiva says you are liable even above. Uh, ten tvachim. atma uh, koho drabanan, and that's what it says. The the public domain itself. Uh, that was the the, the important word uh, that we'd seen before. Uh, the fact that it said itself uh, just is just to show you the power, the koch of the rabbis, uh, and and to say that it doesn't make a difference. Uh, you know whether it's uh, the public domain itself, and even above, uh, you know that it's it's still defined as. Uh, uh, as uh, as you are patter uh, from that even above uh, and uh, you know and, and, oh, sorry even below 
indefinitely above all right so uh, that's uh, the, oh, there's still we haven't absolutely uh, nailed it in terms of uh, attributing it to to one opinion um uh, because you know rabbi Lazar's got this different opinion over here and now we say about this as well um uh, uh, this statement of Rav Elaza uh, goes against Rav Chilkia Bartuvi. There's a rabbi called Rav Chilkia Bartuvi. Dama Rav Chilkia Bartuvi. What did he say? Talk Shlosha Divra Kol Chayav. He gives another understanding of it. He says, if it's within three Tvachim of the ground, uh, then everyone agrees that you are Chayav, you are liable for that. Lemale Masara, if it is above uh, ten, Divra Kol then he says everyone uh, says you are exempt. ad asara. He says from seven handbreadths, uh, uh, sorry, from three handbreadths above the floor uh, until ten. Ad asara. Those seven handbreadths uh, from three point one uh, until the uh, up until ten. So he has a different framing of the dispute, and he says uh, from three to ten. Uh, that's where Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Eliezer, uh, have. I mean, Rabbi Akiva and the rabbis have their machloket. And uh, this itself is supported Tani Namihaki in Ebrata. If it is within three Tvachim of the ground, everyone agrees that you are Chayav. If it is above ten Tvachim from the ground, that is only a rabbinical thing because really it is a Makom Patur, but the rabbis uh, forbade you in case maybe you would go down below. However, if it is both uh, private domains were his uh, it says you actually would be allowed uh, to, to, to throw it from one to the other uh, from 3 until 10 Rabbi Akiva Machayv Chachamim Potrin from the you know 3 Tvachim off the ground to 10 Tvachim off the ground Rabbi Akiva says you are liable uh, the rabbis say you are exempt uh, let's examine that a bit more Amamar uh, he says, Emma, you reshut shelo. If they're both uh, domains, private domains belong to him, mutar, uh, then you're allowed to uh, th- pass it over or throw it. Lema, tia tuvta, the Rav. Maybe this uh, goes totally against what Rav says and uh, uh, is a knockout against Rav, the Itmar, because it was said, Shnei batim, Vishay tiri rabim, reshut harabim. You've got two houses on the two sides, uh, and there's reshut harabim, uh, a, a public domain in between. Uh, Rabba Baravuna Amarav Asur Luzok Mizeleze. You're not allowed to throw from one to the other. Ushmul Amar Muta Lizrok Mizeleze. And Shmuel says you are allowed to throw from one to the other. Velav Miokimta Lahi Kagon de Midlay Chad Umitate Chad. Surely, you know, but we said no. Uh, that's the, the reason that they're arguing in this thing. We said surely we are talking here is where one house is the Midlay. One is like raised up, and one is 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 uh, you know, in other words, they're not on the same level. And as a result, nafal uh, because the chances of you miss throwing and the thing falling to the ground. Are, uh, are are too high uh, to take in terms of that. If they're on the same level, maybe you would uh, give it a chance, maybe you would allow it, uh, but definitely when they're on different levels, you say the person is going to mess up his throw, uh, and therefore that would be the reason uh, for 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 that. Okay, that's, uh, that's why Rav uh, would say that you wouldn't be allowed to throw 
the, between these, uh, these places. So that was a specific case of uh, the balconies not being on the same level. Um, all right, so now just uh, you know, one, one uh, idea to clarify on the previous uh, brata. Amalai Rav Chista le Rav Hamnuna. So Rav Chista says Rav Hamnuna, Amrilai Rav Hamnuna le Rav Chista, whoever it was that said to the other rabbi, Mina Halimilta at Amarabanan. Where is the, the source of the statement the rabbi said? This principle comes up all over Shas. Anything that is within three handbreadths of the ground is considered uh, Connected to the ground. Where do we see uh, such a thing? He says it is impossible. The answer of the first answer that we give here, he says, because it's impossible for a public domain to be perfectly flat. Uh, there are going to be ridges in the road, uh, and, uh, and and therefore such uh, different uh, heights in 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 the in the in the ground are defined as uh, all the normal part of the ground. So we say uh, a normal height where a person is not going to find it uh, objectionable and will find it very easy to traverse is uh, three handbreadths. So we see that is the, the answer over there. Uh, and uh, he gives, you know, that, that's, uh, that's the first uh, answer that we venture. So if that is the case, uh, well then within three handbreadths of the ground is also something that, that should also uh, that should be defined as lovered. Uh, you know, why is it uh, you know, why is it only as something, you know, exactly three uh, from the ground? It's three is a bit artificial, you know, what if it's three point one? Uh, are you saying that is not considered the ground uh, just for that point one? Uh, so therefore for two and moreover, uh hired it none. Um shall shell dafanot lamala lama. Uh, we're talking here about a sukkah uh, in terms of uh, a, a mishnah, in terms of Hilkot sukkah. If you lower the walls of a sukkah uh, from the top to the bottom, i.e., You've got walls going to the top, uh, but they, they don't stretch all the way to the bottom. Uh, if it's more than three tvachim off the ground, uh, the sukkah is no good. That is puzzle. Uh, you know, it says minarets. If it's from the ground, shlosha tvachim, three tvachim apsula. That is puzzle. Ahai, defano, shlosha kshera. And we're saying is that if the bottom is you know just three uh, on the ground, it is also valid. Here, it's not that it's connected uh, to the ground. Uh, it's, it's just within. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's not it's got nothing to do with the public domain. There, uh, we say that you know, it, in fact, it's uh, just a, it's, it's above the public domain. It doesn't mean that the public domain is not level, uh, and therefore, uh, as a result, uh, we, uh, we we say no, that can't be the reason. Hainu, hatam, hainu tama. The reason, therefore, uh, it is uh, that it doesn't work in a sukkah. He says, Mishum da 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 havye la mechitza shegadim bokinba. We say that if it's more than three tvachim high, uh, a small little goat uh, is uh, able to walk through it. And that uh, seems, you can't tell me uh, from a perspective that there's a wall there if things are walking through the wall. Uh, that doesn't make sense. Even you say halakhically, uh, we say within three tvachim is considered joined. Uh, if it's more than, if it's three tvachim and goats are walking through, it kind of makes a mockery of your halakhic wall over there. 
So, uh, we say that uh, but if it's below, then goats can't walk through it, and therefore that is uh, would be uh, considered therefore lovered. Okay, uh, we say, well, Tanach, uh, it says, Lamata, uh, Lamata, However, you know, you might have sorted this out and, and resolved this in terms of uh, the distance between this and the floor. Uh, that makes sense. However, uh, there are other halachos uh, that we learn uh, in terms of Lamala. Uh, for example, if you want your wall to join your schach, uh, we say, if it's within three uh, handbreadths of it, well then uh, it is joining it. So lamala, that's got nothing. Uh, what can you say to that? That's got nothing to do uh, with the fact that the public domain uh, can be uh, tend to be uneven. Ella, uh, so therefore, for all of these uh, uh, laws that we have, uh, we say that uh, we learn uh, is that, uh, that anything within three Tvachim of the ground, i.e. lavud, is defined as connected. Okay, so there's no, uh, you know, we don't have to use logic. It is just something that has been passed down from as a halacha Moshe Misinai. Uh, continuing Tanarabanan, Rushutarabin, Rushutarabim. Uh if you throw something from a public domain to the public domain, a Rushutayakib Emsa and now uh, there is some private domain in the middle. We'll see the, the definitions of this private domain or the dimensions uh, of it or what it consists of. Rebi Machayavachim in Potrim. Rebi says you are liable uh, for that. That is defined as uh, you have uh, you know, picked it up and then dropped it off as we'll see uh, in a second rabbi say no you are putter uh, because it is uh, a, a public domain all the way through to another public domain from one street to the next um, and it passes uh, between the, the two private domains and this would seem obviously that it's passing above uh, ten tvachim here, uh, because that would be uh, the, you know if it's, uh, so therefore it's not throwing uh, something in uh, in the in the in the you know transferring something in uh, the public domain. So that uh, would seem to be the caveat uh, that we just have to put it in there. Uh, the Gemara doesn't mention that though. All right. Uh, in terms of uh, of this, uh, it says Rav uh, Shmuel Damatavai because Rav and Shmuel both say Lo Chayv Rebbe. Uh, we say that uh, the reason uh, that that Rebbe would say that you are liable, he says, if it passes through the private domain uh, that has a roof over it, i.e., it's like a person's private house, uh, and, uh, and and you pass it through. Let's say it's got big windows on both sides, and you throw it through uh, the person's uh, living room, uh, and it passes th- straight through windows on the one side, windows on the other side, and it passes straight through and lands. He says then it is considered uh, as if it. Um, even though it's gone straight through the house, it didn't land anything in. Uh, land in the house, we say, uh, it is uh, defined as having landed. Because what do we say? Beta, command, the malia, dami. We say, we imagine the house as if it is full up uh, of something, and therefore, as you throw it through, it lands, and then uh, it gets picked up. Uh, from that landing space uh, and continues uh, on its journey. Uh, if it is just a, uh, a, a private domain where it's got uh, dimensions, uh, you know, at least four by four amot, uh, and uh, it's, it's got uh, walls of ten tvachim high, uh, that would be a private domain in and of itself, but it doesn't, is not roofed, uh, then uh, we'd say it is not considered as if landing. It's got no roof over it, so it just stretches up uh, towards the heavens, so uh, 
uh, you know, even though it's passing through really uh, the, this airspace of what's defined as a private domain, because the private domain goes up to the heavens, uh, still uh, that you are not liable. That is law. Uh, you are not liable for throwing through there because that house is not considered full anymore because uh, there's so much space in the roof. Uh, that's uh, Rav and Shmuel both say that. I'm Rav Khanna, I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm a Shmuel, Mechavira Rebbe uh, Stein. And this, uh, about this, uh, Rebbe says you are liable uh, to, uh, in this case, uh, two sin offerings. Echad Mishum Hotza, Vechad Mishum Haknasa. One for uh, picking up, uh, and then, you know, you, you originally picked it up in your Rabim, you threw it, uh, it is considered landing in the house, uh, and therefore that is the one. And and then we imagine it as if it's being picked up inside the house and then being uh, taken out to the Shut Harabim again. So you have uh, picking up in the Shut Harabim, throwing uh, across the house. So we consider it as if it's landing. So that's Hanacha. And then we say there's an Akira in the house straight away. Uh, and we say it lands on the other side and therefore it's Hanacha. So he says you've done two uh, actions over there. And as a result, um, you're liable for two sin offerings. The Gemara is very surprised by this. Uh, it says, Yativ Rav Huna Kashole. He had a big problem, uh, Rav Khana, uh, with this. He says, Because the Maimra is a Machayev Rebbe, Atolda Mekom Av. Is that really to say that uh, in terms of it, we had uh, the discussion that uh, the main uh, yesterday's daf, uh, when we started the Perik, uh, we said that uh, the, the main category is taking stuff out uh, and, and, and not bringing it in. So you say one is the Av and one is the Tolda. Are you saying that for an Av and a Tolda you'd be liable twice? Uh, and, uh, you know, that's that's uh, only one person's opinion. That was Rebbe Liezer's opinion, uh, that uh, there's no difference between an Av and a Tolda, except, you know, from a perspective, you'd be liable for every Av you do, you'd be liable for the Avs, and every Tolda you do, you'd be liable for every single Tolda that you do. That's not the mainstream opinion. The mainstream opinion is that the Tolda is subsumed uh, within the Av. In any case, uh, uh, what do we say? But uh, Vatanya, Rebbe also doesn't hold by that uh, because Rebbe Omei, Devarim, Hadavrim, Eile Hadavrim. And we had this drosha uh, a few uh, a few weeks ago uh, where, where, where Rebbe said, uh, when it talks about Shabbat, right, uh, this was uh, at the beginning of Klal Gadol. Uh, around about the late 60s or you know the early 70s where you know he said uh, that uh, these are the things and it's could have said just said devarim uh, and it says hadvarim uh, devarim is uh, if it would have said devar is one devarim uh, is two hadvarim means three and ale the numerical value of ale uh, is 36 ale uh, hadvarim therefore you know you add the three and you get the the, the 36 he uh, gets up ale shloshim v'tayish Malachot. Those are the 39 Malachot. Sheamra Moshe Bissina. That Moshe was uh, taught on Har Sina. Those are the 39 Malachot on uh, Yom Tov. Alright, so that. Uh, um can't be his uh, thing. Uh, it says, Amalei Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef answers uh, to this, Ma'a, Ahamahani la da kasha la adarebi adarebi, Ma'anan adarebi yuda, Ma'anitzen v'lo kashalan. He said, uh, you've got this problem and you, you raise it in terms of this. We bypass it. Uh, he says that uh, that's why you've got a problem with this because you, you can't work out what Rebbe's opinion was. Uh, you know, and and uh, we say that Rebbe's one opinion contradicts another one. Uh, that's how you taught 
quoted. But uh, in terms of what we said, in terms of Rabbi Huda, uh, we learn it on a different, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of the, what Rabbi Huda said, uh, we learn it on another opinion, uh, and therefore there's no problem with that. Uh, what is that? Detanim, Rishut Tarachid, Rishut Tarabim, Avar, Abamot, Rishut Tarabim, Rabbi Huda, Machai, Vachamim Putrim. If you throw something from a private domain to a public domain, and it goes <coughs> for Amot into the public domain, Rabbi Huda says you are liable, and the rabbis say you are exempt. So uh, it would seem, the face value, uh, you've done almost two things over here, uh, private domain to a public domain transfer, and then also you've uh, moved it for Amot in the Rashut Harabim. Uh, and therefore you would seem to have done two things. It says here, Rabbi Huda says you are liable, we'll see how many you are liable for now, and the rabbis say you are exempt. Uh, and uh, it's on that uh, that we said. Amar uh, Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. You know, it says Mechayev Hi Rabbi Yehuda Shtaim. In that case, Rabbi Yehuda says you'd be liable to why Mechad Mishum Mechad Mishum Havara. One four taking out from the public domain to the private domain, and one for carrying something in the private domain. It went far more in, uh, in, in the public domain, in the Rishot Tarabim. And if you'd say he'd actually only be liable one for the one action uh, that was done, are you saying that would mean that, you know, when he said he's liable, the rabbis say you're exempt? Are you saying the rabbis would say he's completely exempt? At least... Uh, what he's done is transferred something from a private domain to a public domain. Uh, and, and therefore, the rabbis, you can't say, is liable for nothing. The Gemara says, really, uh, maybe you would say the rabbis do exempt him from everything. How so? Uh, how would you say it? Rabbi Yehuda, Chada, Rabbi Yehuda would say you are liable, one. And rabbis would, would say that you are completely exempt. How so? How would you find such a case? Uh, really, what you say is that uh, the idea, what you're saying is, is that if uh, I throw something out, I want it to stop uh, immediately. Uh, as soon as it gets to the public domain, it's going to stop uh, uh, immediately in the public domain. And what are they arguing about? The Rabbi Huda Savar, in this case, Rabbi Huda holds. It's uh, one thing is, uh, as soon as it gets into the airspace, it's considered if it's rested, and therefore... It has stopped, uh, and uh, and therefore uh, it's it's come to rest. Uh, um, uh, and the rabbis say, uh, And therefore, sorry, you have uh, fulfilled what you intended to fulfil. So you have moved it from the one place to the other, and then it stopped. Rabbanan Savra, the rabbis hold as follows: The rabbis say no. Uh, something in an airspace of uh, the public domain is not defined as landed. It says, and as a result, law avidit. You have not fulfilled your, obliga- your your intention. So you've done something, uh, but you you know even though it seems to have gone from the public domain, uh, private domain to the public domain, and even further, uh, but still that's not what you wanted. And if you didn't do what you wanted, uh, then you are not liable. Aval utlada makom av lo rabbi huda. And in this case, uh, you know we, we we avoid the whole problem that we had before uh, that uh, rabbi huda would say that you are liable for a, um, a, a, a subcategory, a tolda uh, of an av, uh, i.e. carrying and, um, 
out and bring it in. Okay, and that's it. So the Gemara says, listen, uh, that you, you've caused, you might have caused, uh, uh, solved one problem uh, with that, but you've caused uh, all uh, sorts of other problems. Well, Sakadati, you can't even consider uh, that. Why, Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda Mosef, Lashovet, the uh, we had this also in the get right at the, the end of Klau uh, Gadol. Rabbi Yehuda adds on uh, the malachot of uh, lining up the threads of the warp and beating the threads of the woof. Uh, he adds them on to the to the thirty nine malachot. For Amrilei Shova Tarezi Biklal Meisik Vemdaktek Tarezi Biklal Oreg. Really, what he says is lining up is uh, is basically essentially stretching. Uh, you know, defined as stretching, which is of malach anyway. And beating is really part of the weaving process. So it says, my love, surely what are you talking about? You did both of these things together. And we learn from here that Rabbi Yehuda says that you're both liable for a tolda and an av at the same time. The Umar says, no, where do you see that that is the case? Really, you did this action on by itself and that action by itself, Rabbi Huda, Atolda, Makom Av, Lomachayev, and really Rabbi Huda would not say uh, that you'd be liable for a Tolda uh, when you are liable for the Av. And what is the argument over there about? Uh, we say, Rabbi Huda Savar, Hani Avot Ninu, Rabbanan Savre, Hani Toldot Ninu. Rabbi Yehuda would say that these are actually Av Malachot, new Av Malachot, so there'd be more uh, than 39, uh, and um, uh, and uh, and really the rabbis are saying no they can be subsumed they are toldos uh, and not uh, av malachot uh, and we say Taida, you should know that that is correct the katani rabbi huda mosif rabbi huda adds on avot my mosif if you say that they are uh, avot uh, you know and, and he says they are avot my mosif so what's he uh, adding on it means it makes sense to say that he's adding on mosif uh, avot he's adding on to the avot if you say they are toldot my mosif uh, you know what's he adding on? There's no fixed number of toldot. Uh, there's no fixed number of subsidiary um, uh, you know, categories. Uh, you know, so so it, it doesn't make sense. Only if you say that he's adding on to the avot, and therefore, uh, you know that that should be that. All right. And in any case, we say it manami. We say Rabbi uh, Rav Yosef Damatavai. Going back to the the problem that we had before, Rabbi and Rav Yosef both said Lo Chayav Rabbi Yehuda Ela Echad. It would seem that Rabbi Yehuda says that you're only liable for one uh, sin offering here because, uh, you know, transfer out, yes, uh, but you didn't, uh, you know, not a full... um uh, It's not a double malacha uh, in terms of that. So I'm Ravina Rav Ashi. So going back to our original things, so Ravina asked Rav Ashi, Lemaya de Salik Adata and Mekara de Mechayev Hai Rabbi Huda Shtaim. Originally we thought that Rabbi Huda, uh, you know, said that you'd be liable for two uh, sin offerings. How you know uh, it's uh, how could you be liable for two? Um, uh, it says uh, you know, it says I lahacha kavayalai haki lo kavayalai. Really, only wanted the object to land at the beginning, uh, but yeah, he didn't want it to land in that place. So it seems that he hasn't fulfilled his original intention. You know, but whichever way you go, if you wanted to land at the end of four, you didn't want to land at the beginning. So, you know, whichever way you go, uh, the, 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 there seems to be a problem. Uh, you know, that's it. So, um, 
you know, that, that's it. So, uh, um, you know, he didn't, either he wanted, wherever he wanted to land, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't make sense that he'd be doing. So, Ella, love, Omer, Koma, Kom, Tanuach. He says, no, he's not fussed. He has a neutral intention, i.e., one that says, any place that this thing lands uh, is sufficient and, uh, and good for me. All right, um, uh, let's just carry on a little bit more. Uh, in terms of this, let's you know just to get a little bit further. Pshita uh, arba. So it, it seems obvious that if you wanted to uh, throw eight uh, and you only threw four, arba katav It is equivalent to writing uh, two letters shame mishimon. Uh, it's, it's the same as writing two letters uh, on which you be liable because shame means something. So four amot uh, worth of throw. Uh, is a, you'd be liable as an independent malacha. So even though you wanted to throw eight and you threw four, uh, it's the same as writing shame, Mishimon. Uh, two letters, which we saw as the minimum amount of writing uh, from the name Shimon. So even though you didn't write the full name, uh, you wrote a meaningful name. So that's the same as throwing four out of eight, because four amot is obviously problematic. However, what about the, the fact that you wanted to throw four uh, and you ended up throwing? Throwing eight. Uh, what what is the case over there? So it's obvious that if you uh, wanted to uh, throw, uh, um, you know, uh, eight, and you only threw four, uh, that that's uh, you'd be liable. But what happens if you want to do only throw four uh, and you threw it eight? So now you've done more uh, than than what you want to do. On the one hand, do we say uh, We say well, you know, at least uh, you know it, it didn't. Um, uh, on the one hand, he, he's moved it, okay, he's moved it at least, uh, you know, uh, four over there, so, he's, you know, he might have done more, but he, at least he moved it uh, four, which, and therefore you lie, but maybe you say, uh, where he wanted it to land, it didn't land, uh, and that's, uh, and therefore, you know, that's, uh, then he wouldn't have fulfilled his uh, intention. Love Hanud Amaravina, Rav Ashi, surely this is what Ravina said to Rav Ashi, uh, so surely it must be the case uh, in terms of it. He had this uh, um, uh, no intention whatsoever, or a, um, uh, a power of intention, i.e. Uh, one that is not specified. He says, listen, wherever it lands, I don't mind where it lands. Uh, and therefore, so even though he, he's definitely thrown four, in fact, he's ended up throwing eight. So you would be liable for that. Come on, Haray, Katav, Shami, Shimon, Mi, Dami. And even that comparison that you made where you said it is the same as saying shame Shimon, like writing two letters Shin and Amem from Shimon can you compare it? Is it directly comparable? No, it's not. Hatam Kama, the law Kativ Shame law Mikhtav the Shimon. You have to write shame uh, in order to write Shimon. That's uh, that's the way writing works. You have to write two letters before you write the additional three. Zizaka Kama de Lo Zarik Arba Lo uh, but, but here it's not true uh, that if you, you've thrown it, uh, if you have, to, you have to throw something four, uh, four, eight. Uh, in other words, you can throw eight uh, straight away uh, and uh, you don't need to throw four and then pick it up and throw another four. So therefore, uh, we don't come up with a good answer for that uh, and um, we leave it unresolved uh, and that is also where we will leave it for the day. Uh, everyone should have a good day.